Welcome to Tribe Talk on the Cleveland Indians Radio Network. Tribe Talk is brought to you by Cleveland Clinic. Access the number one care in Ohio anytime, anywhere. By Subway, the official training restaurant of the Cleveland Indians. By KeyBank, the banking home of the Cleveland Indians. Welcome to Tribe Talk. Jim Rosenhouse along with you this weekend from Kauffman Stadium in Kansas City where the Indians are taking on the Royals in a three-game weekend series. Coming up on this week's show, plenty of Indians offense in our week in review. Swung out and blasted. Deep left. Going. Come on over the monster. Into the seats. Plus, we'll talk with Trevor Bauer about a win at historic Fenway Park. I gave up a joke of a homer. <laughs> the first one was like a pop-up in 29 out of 30 ballparks, and it happened to be a homer there. So I just kind of laughed that one off, rolled my eyes a little bit, and got back to doing you know, what my game plan was in the beginning. Also, Jay Bruce stops by to talk about his hot start as a Cleveland Indian. You know, meaningful games late in the season to, you know, make a run at the World Series, to, to get deep in the playoffs. I mean, that's the only reason you come to the field, and that's the only reason everybody in here is coming to the field. It's obvious. All that plus James Harris has the farm report as Tribe Talk gets rolling on the Cleveland Clinic Indians Radio Network. Financial wellness is a skill, like playing the trombone. The more you do it, the better you get. KeyBank helps you hone your financial skills, giving you a complete view of your money and life with a way to track your financial wellness. Your score lets you know where you are and where you're headed. Well, well, wellness. Look at you go, all the way to thriving. Know your financial wellness score. KeyBank. Use the red key. Member FDIC and official banking home of the Cleveland Indians. Welcome to McDonald's. Hi, everybody. Tom Hamilton ordering at the corner of Carnegie and East 32nd Street. May I take your order? Tonight's family meal is brought to you by the Indian's Dinner Box, featuring two Big Mac sandwiches, two cheeseburgers, a 10-piece chicken McNuggets, plus four small fries. Thank you. Please pull around. It's a long drive. Actually, it's only about 30 feet. Oh, right. The Indian's Dinner Box at McDonald's, the perfect way to feed your whole tribe. Price and participation may vary. Limited time only. Dave, I know how much you love baseball. Did you ever want to play for the Cleveland Indians? As a young man, that was my dream. Only my passion now is helping injured people. At Elk and Elk, our injury lawyers have the talent and resources our injured clients need to get justice. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO or visit us at elkandelk.com. Elk and Elk, proud partner of the Cleveland Indians. Go Go Tribe! Today, you have more ways to access the number one care in Ohio than ever before. Click into Cleveland Clinic wherever you are for an express care online visit, any hour, 
day or night. Walk in to our Express Care clinics or our 24-7 emergency departments. Or call in today for an appointment today. Cleveland Clinic is here for you, anytime, anywhere. Find your way to the best care at clevelandclinic.org slash access. Welcome back to Tribe Talk. Jim Rosenhouse back with you from Kauffman Stadium in Kansas City, where the Indians won the opener of this three-game series on Friday night by a final score of 10-1. to 1. More on that in a little bit. But we start our week in review, Boston Monday, for a makeup game against the Red Sox at Fenway Park. And the Tribe was on its game again. Roberto Perez put the Indians in front in the second inning. The right-handers ready and the pitch. Swung on, ground ball towards short. Bye! Bogarts into left to base hit. That'll score Bruce and everybody else moves up one. A sharply hit ground ball through the hole on the left side. Roberto Perez with his 17th RBI. And it keeps the bases loaded with one out. And the Indians have a one nothing lead. And out of that first base dugout comes the pitching coach, Carl Willis. Then in the third, it was Francisco Lindor coming through. The pitch. Swung on. Ripped to third. A fair ball. Over the bag. Hits that sidewall. Caroms into shallow left. Santana scores. El Monte's right behind him. Stopping at second is Perez. And a huge two-run single. A bullet down the third baseline by Frankie Lindor. And the Indians have a 3 nothing lead. And that's what the Indians have been wanting Lindor to get back to batting left-handed. And that is see the ball away and hit it that way, not try to pull it. And boy, did he have a masterful swing on that pitch away. Now the Red Sox tied the game at three with solo home runs in the second, third, and fourth innings. But in the fifth, Edwin Encarnacion stayed hot. Pitch to him. Swung on and forget it. Way back to left. Through the light towers. And out on the Lansdowne Street. Home run, Edwin Encarnacion. And the Indians are back in front. 5-3 Tribe. Oh, man. He jumped all over that one for home run number 25. And just one inning later in the sixth, Edwin did it again. Hembry's ready. Here it comes. Swung on and blasted. Deep left. Going, come on over the monster, into the seats. Another two-run bomb for Edwin Encarnacion. So he has had back-to-back two-run homers in the last two innings, and it's now 7-3 to Indians. Encarnacion now with 26 home runs and 70 RBIs. Boy, all of a sudden, Encarnacion is hotter than we've seen all year. He's hit four home runs in the last four games on this road trip. And aside from the three solo home runs, Trevor Bauer was superb. The second pitch. Strike three called. Locked him up with a fastball. Holt fires the bat away in disgust. Oh, what a big strikeout. And a huge inning for Trevor Bauer to get through. He has 11 strikeouts. You know his night is done. But he finishes it on a real positive note. And in the ninth, Joe Smith was on to finish up a 7-3 to win. Here's the next offering. 
And I guess it was low. The Indians thought the game was over. Full count on Benintendi. Nunez will be running at first with two down. That could have easily been strike three. Payoff pitch. Swing and a miss. Ball game. Joe Smith strikes out Benintendi twice. And the Indians come to Boston and get a big 7-3 win. They've now won four in a row on this 11-game road trip. So the Indians post a 7-3 win over the Red Sox, and they now have a five-game lead over Idle, Minnesota. So there's win number two in two different cities, and it was on to Minneapolis to open up a series with the Twins on Tuesday night. Big series as the Twins were hoping to stay in contention in the American League Central Division, but... After the Twins scored a run in the second to take a 1-0 lead, that was it. It was home run derby for the Tribe from that point forward, starting in the fourth inning with Carlos Santana. The 2-2. Swung on, and there's a high fly ball. Deep right, forget it. Way on out of here. Home run, Santana. With one swing, he ties this game at one. Oh, my. Beyond the seats. Way out on the the plaza area. And Carlos Santana with home run number 17 ties this ball game. Two more home runs, this time in the fifth inning. First, it was Jason Kipnis. Here's the 2-1. Swung on, and there's a high fly ball. Right center field hit well, way back there. And that ball is gone. Home run, Kipnis. That just kept carrying and carrying the right center, and Kipnis has put the Indians in front. Two-to-one Tribe. And then Edwin Encarnacion. Here's the pitch. And he hammers one. High and deep to left. It's not Willett. It's how far. And it looked like it made the third deck. Oh, Encarnacion, who loves this place, does it again. Three to one tribe. He had a field day here earlier in the season, and he has now hit a dozen home runs in this ballpark, giving the Indians a two run lead. It's his 27th home run on the season. But the biggest blow came in the seventh inning from Austin Jackson. Now the red hot Austin Jackson, two more hits tonight, should have had three. The pitch to him. Swung on, hit a ton. Deep left field. It's got a chance. It is gone. Home run number four for the Indians. Austin Jackson with a game-breaking three-run homer to left. And the Indians remove all doubt. And now lead it 6-1 to one here in the seventh. Meanwhile, Danny Salazar continued his dominance since coming off the disabled list. The payoff. Swing and a foul tip. Nope, it's a swing and a miss. Ball popped in and out of the glove of Gomes. He picks it up, tags out Sano. Danny Salazar has struck out 10 tonight. Salazar struck out a dozen Yankees in his start against New York 10 days ago. And in the ninth, Carlos Santana added one more. The set by ends and the pitch. Swung on smoke to deep right field. This ball is gone. A two-run home run to right. Santana has his second bomb of the night. And it's 8-1 to one Indians. 
And Santana continues to make target field his own personal playground. So there was a third win in three different cities in three days for the Indians. An 8-1 to victory over the Twins in Minneapolis Tuesday night. Wednesday, a rainout in Minneapolis, making a Thursday scheduled afternoon game, now a day-night doubleheader. And in the afternoon game, the Indians looking sharp. They struck early in game one with Jay Bruce coming through in the first inning. One out, no score in the first. The pitch. Bruce lines a base hit towards center field. That'll score Lindor and Kipnis. Stopping at second is Jose Ramirez. And what an addition Jay Bruce has been. Did not try to do too much and just took it right back up the middle. A two-run single to center. And Jay Bruce now has knocked in five runs since joining the Indians in St. Pete. Looked like the Twins might answer right away, but Carlos Carrasco, with the bases loaded, had other ideas. Now the 1-1 pitch. Swung on, a bouncing ball to first, backhanded by Santana. Underhand toss, Carrasco reaches down, grabs it on the run, and kicks the bag. How about that job by Carlos Carrasco? He had to make 39 pitches, but he keeps the Twins off the board. Bases loaded, nobody out. He strikes out Sano and Rosario and gets Escobar to ground out. And in the second inning, Jason Kipnis came through. Here's the 2-1 to Kipnis. Swung on a little floater into right center. It's dropping base hit. Around third, heading home is Gomes. Buxton's throw to the plate. Gomes is in standing. And the Indians lead 3 to nothing. So Jason Kipnis with a bloop RBI single into center. He is 2 for 2, and he is starting to really swing it. RBI number 28 for Jason Kipnis, and the Indians have a 3-0 lead, and they get that clutch hit with a runner in scoring position. The Twins would score twice to make it a one-run game at 3-2, but in the eighth inning, Jan Gomes came up big. Right-hander against right-hander. The two-strike pitch to Jan Gomes. Swung on, blasted, high and deep to left center. This ball near the wall, it is gone into the bullpen. And Jan Gomes has blown it wide open. A towering three-run bomb to the bullpen in left center. And the Indians have had a three-hit game from Jan Gomes. And now lead the Twins 6-2. to two. Oh, what a majestic blast by Gomes. His eighth home run giving him 36 RBIs. Still in the eighth, Jason Kipnis showed some long ball power. Now the one-two pitch. Kipnis with a drive. Deep right field. This ball is off the very top of the wall, and Kipnis jogging. Now it's called a home run. What the heck? Kipnis went into a home run trot. Nobody gave an indicator. The Twins threw the ball into second, and Kipnis was going to be out. And finally, David Rackley, the second base, um, signals home run. So Jason Kipnis makes it a 7-2 tribe lead. And Kipnis has his third hit of the game and his 10th home run of the year. And in the ninth, Nick Goody came on to finish up game one in style. Here's the 2-2 to Grossman. Swing and a miss. Got him. Ball game. Nick Goody strikes out the side 
And the Indians today pummel the Twins 9-3 to and strike out 19 Twins in the process. So a 9-3 to win for the Tribe in Game 1 in the nightcap. Minnesota won it 4-2, to snapping a six-game Tribe win streak. On to Kansas City for a ball game Friday night at Kauffman Stadium. Indians in first place in the AL Central. The Royals in second place, five and a half back. Indians looking for the quick start, and man, would they get that. Jason Kipnis in the first inning got it going early for the Tribe. Now the 1-1 pitch. Kipnis with a long drive to deep right field. It is gone. Jason Kipnis puts a souvenir into the Cleveland Indians bullpen and right. And is he swinging it on this road trip? That's home run number 11, a line drive home run to right for Jason Kipnis. Still in the first, after Austin Jackson singled to get aboard, Jay Bruce stepped in. The 0-1 pitch, a swing and another high drive, belted to deep right. Oh, forget about it. 3 nothing Indians. Jay Bruce with a towering two-run homer to right. His second with the Indians. His 31st on the year. And the Indians now have jumped on top of Ian Kennedy 3 to nothing. And I got a feeling that DJ will be in the Indians clubhouse again tomorrow. Oh, did Jay Bruce put a charge into that ball? And he now has 32 home runs and 83 RBIs. And the Indians trying to take the crowd out of this game early. That was just the start of a big night for Bruce. More on that later. In the third inning, Jan Gomes extended the lead. Kennedy rocks and fires. Gomes swings soft liner to right. That's a base hit. Kipnis scores. Bruce is coming right behind him. Cabrera will throw to the plate. Offline. Going to third, Santana. Advancing to second is Jan Gomes. Oh, what a big two-out, two-run single to right by Jan Gomes. It's 5-1 to one Indians. And Gomes' excellent road trip continues. He has 39 RBIs on the year and a good piece of hitting there, taking a breaking ball the other way, and Ned Yost says, I have seen enough. Wow. Ian Kennedy is out of the game in the third inning. And in the top half of the sixth, Francisco Lindor added on. The pitch swung on. There's a bouncer in the hole and into left. That's a base hit. Around third, Santana's coming home, and he'll score to make it 6-1. to one. That exactly right there is what the Indians want Lindor to do. He didn't try to pull that pitch. He went with that pitch, and he bounced it through the left side of the infield. And it's another two-out RBI single. And the Indians now lead it 6-1. to one. Lindor has his 56th run batted in. Scary moment in the bottom half of the sixth inning as Corey Kluber had to leave the game with an injury. Turned out to be a sprained ankle. More on that in the coming days in terms of details. But Andrew Miller came on in his first appearance, returning from the disabled list. Bases loaded, two down, sixth inning, six to one tribe. Miller's ready. Here's the one-two pitch. Swung on a little floater, shallow right. Coming hard, Jay Bruce makes the running catch in very shallow right. And Miller's first appearance in two and a half weeks was a little rocky, but he worked out of it. Royals leave them loaded. Tribe six, Kansas City one, six in the books. And in the seventh, the Indians, thanks to Jay Bruce, removed all doubt.
Now the set by Junis, the 2-2. Swung on, blasted, high and deep to right center field. Way out of here again. Jay Bruce has his first two-homer game with the Tribe. And the Indians lead it 9-1 in the seventh. Jay Bruce, two home runs, five RBIs, and he almost caught Edwin Encarnacion, rounding third. So Jay Bruce has now blasted three homers with the Indians, giving him 32 on the year. He has knocked in 11 runs with the Indians, giving him 86 on the year. And Jay Bruce might end up having a career year when this is all said and done here with the Cleveland Indians. Just for good measure, Edwin Encarnacion chipped in in the ninth. Edwin Encarnacion lofts one high and deep down the left field line. It is going. Is it fair? It is a fair ball and a home run. Edwin Encarnacion hits number 28. The Indians hit their fourth tonight. 10-1 Cleveland here in the ninth. And what a road trip for Encarnacion. Six home runs on this road trip, giving him 28 on the year. And Ryan Buchter, all he could do was watch and pray it would go foul. It was as high as the foul pole, and it just did sneak by that foul pole. Here's Jay Bruce. He has two homers, five RBIs tonight. Three for four with the five RBIs. Ten to one Indians. Tribe now with four more home runs tonight. So a ten to one win for the Tribe on Friday night in Kansas City. And they open up a six and a half game lead over the second place Royals. Stay tuned. More to come as Tribe Talk continues after this timeout on the Cleveland Clinic Indians Radio Network. Hello, sports fans. Stop into a Subway restaurant today and pick up your Cleveland Indians American League Champions Collectible Cup. At only $2.99, it's like the extra bases of beverages, the moon shot of mugs. And because it's refillable, it can take care of your really big thirst all season long. Your Indians AL Champs Cup is on deck right now at Subway, and it's available until it's going, going, gone. Limited time only at participating restaurants while supplies last. Additional charge for refills plus applicable tax. Hey, it's Flo, and this is my impression of a Hollywood acceptance speech. I'm so surprised. I had no idea. I'm not even prepared. Um, okay. <clears throat> I'd like to thank the progressive discounts that got me here. Safe driver, multi-car, paid in full, multi-policy. This is just such a big moment. And did I mention that I'm surprised? With all kinds of discounts, progressive helps you save. Oh, oh, oh. and I want to thank my agents and all my discounts agents because we all have the same agent. Don't start the music! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Welcome back to Tribe Talk. Jim Rosenhouse back with you from Kauffman Stadium in Kansas City. Indians in the final leg of a four-city road swing covering 11 games. It's been a highly successful road trip so far. Big reason why? Good pitching from Trevor Bauer, who picked up a win on Monday night in Boston in the makeup game. And we had a chance to visit with Trevor the next day, and he talked about the keys to being successful pitching at Fenway Park, which can be frustrating at times. Yeah, for sure. Um, I gave up a joke of a homer. <laughs> the first one was like a pop-up in 29 out of 30 ballparks, and it happens to be a homer there. So I just kind of laughed that one off, rolled my eyes a little bit, and got back to doing you know 
what my game plan was in the beginning, which was be aggressive, attack, force him to swing the bat and hit the ball and execute good pitches. And you mentioned being able to, to kind of laugh it off and roll your eyes. Uh, are there stages in your career where that's harder to do than others? Is that something that you have to really work on to, to be able to do that and, and still stay with your game plan? Yeah, definitely. Um, there's times when like things aren't going your way for an extended period of time where when something like that happens, you're like, geez, again? Like, is this ever going to end? Um, and it's a lot harder to just laugh it off when that's going on than when you know, you're in a good stretch and things are going your way and something fluky like that happens and you say, yeah, whatever, okay. Um, that being said, I think that being able to take that mindset even when things aren't going your way is beneficial. And that's really tough to do, so you know, that's something I'm working on. But I think it's something that everybody struggles with for the entirety of their career. You're in the midst of a real nice stretch here, and it comes in the second half. And, and I can remember talking to you in spring training about your year last year, and, and you were disappointed in the second half. You weren't pleased with, with how things ended. And uh, Have you done anything differently this year, maybe even going back to spring training that's allowed you to, to continue to progress and, and actually put up better results here as the season has gone along? Yeah, I've done quite a, quite a few things differently. Um, strength and conditioning side, pitch mix side um just you know basically in i don't know there's been a lot of things different in a lot of different areas of the game um i'm happy that you know i'm in a good stretch right now and hopefully my second half continues the way it is right now uh that being said the first half was extremely disappointing but i I felt all first half that i was executing well and that I was, you know, doing the things that were going to make me successful, but I was extremely unlucky for a lot of the a lot of the first half. So um, hopefully, some of that luck turns around in the second half. It's still I'm still getting kind of unlucky, but I'm managing to get around things and not give up as many home runs with guys on base, which is what really killed me in the first half. And you mentioned that going through some struggles while you're making changes. Tough to stick with with what you think will be productive down the road if you're having a tough time early yeah it's one of those weird scenarios you get in where it's like okay the numbers and all the information i'm getting from people and like everything says this should work but it's not working right now how long do i stick with it and let and chalk this stretch up to like bad luck or like just random variation or and at what point do I become insane, like continuing to try to do the same thing over and over with the same results uh, and expecting something different? So it's like one of those weird areas where like, how long do you trust something before you try to change something? But if you change something too early, then you get out of your routine, out of your approach, and then it, nothing gets better. It's a, it's a really tough uh, situation to navigate. Um, for me personally, I always just go back to like the numbers and what the data says and the data said that everything I was doing uh, was going to produce results and I was going to be more successful than I was being if I kept doing it obviously there's little adjustments that you have to make that which I've done but um, mostly sticking with um, the same types of things I've been trying to do all year Trevor Bauer joining us as uh, the Indians get ready to take on the Twins here in Minneapolis Indians rotation on a, a very good stretch right now as uh, they head down the stretch, and they've had that reputation as being, uh, as a whole, a rotation that has performed well down the stretch, and, and you're a part of that now. How, how are you feeling at a time of year when there's usually some bumps and bruises and, and just general soreness that builds up? You feeling pretty good? I feel fantastic, yeah. Um, I think my velo is 
up slightly from the beginning of the year. Um, my stuff is playing better. Uh, my body feels fine, feel good. Um, I'm very fortunate that all the work that I put in, the work I've been doing for the past 10 or 15 years was directed in the right direction to prepare myself to be healthy and recover well and be prepared for the stress that comes with pitching every fifth day. Um, so, you know, it, the, the length of the season isn't nearly as much of an issue for me as it is for some people. I I get through it feeling fine. I you know, very rarely have anything that is, you know, worrisome physically. One day over at Fenway Park and you get a win out of it. Thanks a lot for coming by, Trevor. Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, always good to check in with Trevor Bauer. He really has some interesting things to say about not only his performance, but pitching in general. And uh, we're happy to have some time to chat with him on this week's edition of Tribe Talk. Stay tuned. When we come back, the newest Cleveland Indian. And, man, has he been something else since the Indians acquired Jay Bruce. We'll hear from him next as we continue on the Indians Radio Network. Hey, it's Flo, and this is my impression of a Hollywood acceptance speech. I'm so surprised. I had no idea. I'm not even prepared. Um, okay. <clears throat> I'd like to thank the progressive discounts that got me here. Safe driver, multi-car, paid in full, multi-policy. This is just such a big moment. And did I mention that I'm surprised? With all kinds of discounts, progressive helps you save. Oh, oh, oh. and I want to thank my agent and all my discounts agents because we all have the same agent. Don't start the music. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Now at a Subway restaurant, when you buy four or more six-inch subs after 4 p.m. or all day Sunday, they're just $3.79 each. So no matter what variety of mouth-watering subs you get topped with crisp veggies on your favorite bread, like the steak and cheese, the Italian PMT, the rotisserie-style chicken, the turkey breast, the Subway Club, well, you get the idea. They're each just $3.79 when you buy four or more after 4 p.m. and all day Sunday. This is big taste and big value and only available from Subway. Limited time only at participating restaurants. Additional charge for extras plus applicable tax. No additional discounts or coupons may be applied. Hi, Tribe fans. This is Tom Hamilton, voice of the Indians, for My Pillow. Now, we have a special offer for you Indians fans from My Pillow. Playing 81 road games across the country is tough, even for Major League Baseball players. That is why the Indians have teamed up with My Pillow to ensure our entire travel party gets a good night's rest. Now, to sleep like the Tribe, all you have to do is go to MyPillow.com. Click the Radio Listener Special tab and use promo code TRIBE to get two premium king or queen pillows and two additional go-anywhere travel pillows for one special price and free shipping. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TRIBE, or call 800-867-0046, 800-867-0046, MyPillow.com, promo code TRIBE. Welcome back to Tribe Talk. Jim Rosenhouse along with you from Kauffman Stadium in Kansas City where the Indians took game one from the Kansas City Royals in this three-game series on Friday night. A Saturday night game and then Sunday afternoon to finally complete a lengthy road swing for the Indians. Well, they got a boost at the start of the road trip with the acquisition of Jay Bruce. And what a first week it's been in a Tribe uniform. He's hitting 406 that first week gone by. Three home runs after hitting two on Friday night, 11 runs driven in. And when we visited with him before the game on Friday, he talked about what has been this tremendous first week as a Cleveland Indian. You know, 
this is a seems like a very comfortable and easy place to come play baseball. And uh, the guys in the clubhouse have made it extremely easy on me. The transition has been, you know, pretty much seamless. And um, you know, playing meaningful baseball is a huge deal. And when you look at that, uh, you had mentioned that you were looking forward to that when when you got here before you even played a game. Uh, does it make that much of a difference, especially this time of year? Huge, huge. I, I think it's 180 degrees. Uh, you know, fortunately, I've been able, you know, this is my 10th season, and I've been to the playoffs four times. And so I've been able to, you know, play a lot of meaningful baseball. And uh, once you play that and you taste it and you, you know what it's like and you know what it's about, it's all you want to do. You know, that's the only reason you play is to win and to play meaningful, you know, meaningful games late in the season to, you know, make a run at the World Series, to, to get deep in the playoffs. I mean, that's the only reason you come to the field, and um, that's the only reason everybody in here is coming to the field. It's obvious. And when you look at it, I'm sure from a fan standpoint, they just see a change uniforms. It's easy. But I imagine from a personal standpoint, it can be tricky because you have friendships at your other team. How quickly can you get into a nice spot with, with new teammates and make new friends, so to speak? Uh, you know, for me... I tend to, I mean, not to, I guess, toot my own horn, but transition for me isn't extremely tough when it comes to meeting new guys and, and, you know, kind of inserting myself into the, you know, what's going on in the clubhouse and just being one of the guys, you know. And uh, this seems like an easy, super easy group of guys, very welcoming group of guys. And like I said, I either feel like I know or actually know these guys just from the years over in uh, – and Cincinnati, you know, sharing the spring training complex with them in, in Goodyear, playing against them each year in the Ohio Cup. And so, you know, like I said, they've made it super, super easy on me. And, um, yeah, it's tough. You know, you make some friends, and, you know, the transition off the field is, is a lot of times not super, super easy. But everyone involved in this situation has been nothing but gracious and so nice and uh, helpful and, you know, very, very willing to, to help me transition smoothly. And, oh, by the way, you haven't played a home game yet because of this long road trip the Indians are on. Does that make it harder or easier? Uh, I look forward to getting back to to Cleveland and and getting settled in there and, you know, getting back with my family and and just kind of getting into a routine at home because playing at home is a lot different. Um, And, you know, being, you know, having your own place that you're at and getting to the home clubhouse and just kind of having your routine uh, for me is important. But at the end of the day, you know, baseball is baseball. And, you know, everyone's got to go on road trips, so it's not a big deal. On the field, lineup-wise, you've been hitting behind Edwin Encarnacion, who suddenly has gotten hot as well. And uh, what is that like for you? Is that a good spot from from what you've seen so far? And, and if so, what makes it? Yeah, uh, you know, Tito asked me where I hit most, and I've hit fourth and fifth most. And you know, uh, I was very adamant about you know not shaking things up too much for this team because they were already great without me. Uh, I just wanted to come in and be a, a complimentary piece and do what I could, do my part. And, um, yeah, it's fit well. You know, I don't want to take too much credit for, for what Edwin's been able to do. I mean, he's an elite hitter, uh, and, you know, he obviously has a track record to show it. But, um, you know, adding more good hitters to a lineup never hurts. So uh, I'm excited about it, and we have a super long lineup, very de- uh, very deep, and, you know, the offense can come from anywhere, so it's great. Jay Bruce joining us. Indians outfielders had a, a tremendous first week with the ball club, and you got your 30th home run of the season in uh, yesterday's action over in Minnesota. Good consistency throughout your career, and how difficult can that be sometimes in this game of baseball as you are coming up to try and establish consistency and not just have a, a good year here and there? Yeah, uh, consistency is very, very hard. Um, it's very, I feel like, underrated. 
um, and you know very you know a, a very small amount of people get to come in and you know play every day from the very beginning. I was very fortunate to do that in Cincinnati. Learned how to be a big leaguer. I got to play around a lot of awesome players, uh, both you know on the field and in the clubhouse. And uh, you know I think that it's kind of an ode to them, you know, to kind of learn learn my way, learn my routine, understand the ups and downs, how to limit them. Um, and that's something my whole career I've been trying to focus on is, you know, being consistent. You know, I have been semi up and down throughout my career, but I think over the last couple of years, uh, I've gotten better with that. And it's it's a lot of fun and it's something I don't take for granted, uh, you know, being able to play every single day. And, you know, what I would like to think making, making an impact on a lineup and on a team and helping them win games is uh, my number one priority. And you've been fortunate to play for some good managers. We were talking earlier about your time with Cincinnati with Dusty Baker and some similarities between Dusty and, and Terry Francona in certain areas? Yeah, I would say so. You know, obviously there aren't, you know, managers don't stay in the game as long as these guys do uh, unless there's a lot of positive things that, you know, they offer um, a franchise, a, a team, a, you know, a clubhouse. And, uh, you know, these guys are very personal. You know, they, they – it's uh, – you feel like that you mean a lot to them. They get to know you. Um, you know, they're very, very good at communicating, and they're honest. And that's all you can ask for from a manager. It really is. You know, the guys that that, uh, that deal with people well, I feel like, have the most success in this game. Series starts tonight with Kansas City, a rival for the Indians, especially the past several seasons. Do you pick up on that right away when, when you get here or maybe when you get to the ballpark today, or is it something that maybe you have to play a couple of games and, and see what that's all about? Yeah, you know, I think it's probably playing a couple of games and, and kind of seeing what it's about. Uh, I don't think, and I obviously can't speak for everyone, but I don't think we really care who we play at this point. You know, we're just looking to win games and play good baseball, and I think that it's obviously – uh, been true and kind of shown itself that if we play the type of baseball we're capable of playing, we're going to have success. And so I think that it's uh, less about who we play and more about how we play for ourselves. Jay, as always, appreciate the time. Thank you. Thank you very much. Great thoughts from Jay Bruce, the newest Cleveland Indian. He has been just tremendous for the tribe. Stay tuned. When we come back, it's the Farm Report when we continue with Tribe Talk on the Cleveland Clinic Indians Radio Network. Hey, it's Flo, and this is my impression of a Hollywood acceptance speech. I'm so surprised. I had no idea. I'm not even prepared. Um, okay. <clears throat> I'd like to thank the progressive discounts that got me here. Safe driver, multi-car, paid in full, multi-policy. This is just such a big moment. And did I mention that I'm surprised? With all kinds of discounts, progressive helps you save. Oh, oh, oh. and I want to thank my agent and all my discount agents because we all have the same agent. Don't start the music! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Tribe fans, business or leisure travel plans include Cincinnati and Atlanta? Think Ultimate Air Shuttle. Fly from downtown Cleveland's Burke Lakefront Airport, park for free, relax in a private lounge, and you're only steps away from boarding the luxury 30-seat jet, arriving in Cincinnati in just 43 minutes with continuing service to Atlanta's DeKalb Peachtree Airport. One price includes your flight, tax, parking, baggage, snack, and beverage service. Ultimate Air Shuttle, a VIP travel experience. For full details and schedule, visit their website at ultimateairshuttle.com. Welcome back to Tribe Talk, our final segment. We are joined now by James Harris, the Indians Director of Player Development, updating us on some of the prospects at Single A Lynchburg, most notably outstanding right-handed starting pitcher Tristan McKenzie, who's faring quite well in his first full season of Single A ball. Tristan's is still a high performer. I mean, the night I was there, I believe he struck up nine. Um, so every 
time he goes to the mound, he has a, a chance to impress you, and he usually does. So he, he's a guy that um, has worked really hard this season. Um, he was 19 years old the day I was there. It was, it was his 20th birthday. So sometimes we forget that, that this guy's only 20 years old, and he, he's he's a, a kind of a fast mover within our system. But he's, he's maturing day by day, and he's working really hard uh, to keep his body at, at a place where he can continue to do this for a full season. And when you look at pitch quality, uh, any pitches starting to, to come to the forefront for him that, that shows some good signs of improvement that, that he'll need as he grows and, and moves up through the system? Well, that's, that's funny because like, I think the better question to ask is what pitch can't he throw? <laughs> like, he, I mean, he's, he's a guy who's going to pitch off of his fastball and if everything else plays off of that. Um, the, the interesting is if you see him, He's a, he's a really tall, lanky guy, so you wouldn't think that he's going to be able to produce the velocities and the, and the stuff off of that. But he, he's a guy that, like I said, he impresses, he misses bats, and, and he's a guy that, that makes hitters uncomfortable when they're in the box. You always like to have some depth starting rotation-wise at, at any level. And Aaron Savalli, I know, is uh, someone who has, has really had a strong season and, and certainly compliments McKenzie in that rotation. What are you seeing from him as his season continues? Yeah, he's a guy that we pro- promoted from Lake County um, who, who did a good job in Lake County and we thought it was ready for, for the high A level, and he was. So he's a guy who, when, when you see him pitch, his profile is a little bit different than, than Tristan. He pitches more off the breaking ball, and he's, he's getting more into the fastball now, which is part of his development. And he's been able to do that, which is allowing the big breaking ball to play more. So he's a guy who's really um, come, come into his own. But like all of these guys, they're still developing and still still working to kind of find himself. He's a good teammate. Uh, he's a guy we're really excited about. So that's a name that you'll hear more of. And in the bullpen, at least for a portion of the season, Dominic DeMacy, and I know he started a little bit, and, and you were mentioning earlier he may profile more as a reliever. Uh, why is it important, though, sometimes to, to get those types of pitchers some innings in a, in a starting situation as they continue to develop? Well, you never know how they can help our big league club. It's like we, we've had guys this year come up to help our big league club. We're starters like Clevenger, guys like Plucko, or we might need to put them in a pen for, for a while. Or we, we see guys who may have had a history in the pen and start and go back and forth, I think. Is it Danny, Danny Salazar has, has done that for us. So the per, more versatility you have, the more options you can give our big league club, uh, the better better off we are as a team. So a guy like, like Dominic in the high A level uh, started in the, in the pen. We've, we've promoted guys like Bieber. We've promoted guys like Chang. And we've asked him to take the ball and start. And he's done that and competed at a high level. So, I mean, he, guys like that are valuable on the team. They love him there. He's, he's a manager's dream. Uh, Tony Manzalino speaks very highly of him, and he takes the ball and delivers for his team. James Harris joining us, Indians Director of Player Development, talking Lynchburg at the high single-A level, Carolina League. Kai Tom on the position player front, someone we've talked about in the past, earlier in the season. We saw him a little bit during uh, Major League Spring Training, had some opportunities there, and as uh, his season starts to wind down, what have you liked from him throughout the year? The great thing about him is, I mean, he's kind of stepped into his own, too. He can play in all three outfield spots. Um, we're going to see him a little bit more at center field. See if he can, he can take the grind there. And uh, we're really excited about, about what he's been able to become this year. Uh, struggled a little bit early, stayed consistent with his work, and is having a little bit of success as we as we get into the season. 
Well, uh, it sounds like great things happening for Lynchburg as they head down the stretch, a, a playoff team for sure in the Carolina League. James, so much for stopping by. Uh, thank you, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. Thanks for your time. Looking forward to it. That's James Harris, Indians Director of Player Development. And that'll do it for this edition of Tribe Talk. Thanks so much for joining us. We will join you once again next weekend back home at Progressive Field in downtown Cleveland. So until then, this is Jim Rosenhouse reminding you that you've been listening to Tribe Talk on the Cleveland Clinic Indians Radio Network. You may never see anything quite like this again, but that's what makes this the greatest game in sports, baseball. Tribe Talk on the Cleveland Indians Radio Network has been brought to you by Cleveland Clinic. Access the number one care in Ohio anytime, anywhere. By Subway, the official training restaurant of the Cleveland Indians. By KeyBank, the banking home of the Cleveland Indians. 